What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish. This is episode... 19. 19. Thank you, Mark. Uh, yeah, with myself, Alfie Vincent, Mark. Hello. And Ollie Greaves down there. At the bottom of my screen. I don't know if he is for everyone else. I think he is. Yeah, he is. But, um, <laughs> nice. Well. Refing his, ref his team this week. Love to see it. Yeah. How are you two uh, doing? Too heartbroken last week, but there's some sort of... Um, positivity at yeah. the moment. It might not be anything, but who knows? Yeah, you're feeling a bit better about um, what's his face? Spotify dude. I forgot his name. Yeah, Daniel Eck. Daniel Eck. That's it. Yeah, yeah he wants to obviously launching a bid for to buy Arsenal. Um, yeah, me and Alf were chatting about it earlier, and um, Cronkay has apparently come out and said he's no interest in selling any of Arsenal, even any state. Any state of, Arsenal, of it. Yeah. But, um, Daniel Eck's done an interview this afternoon and said he's preparing a. Um, a very um, thought-out sort of bid for it, um, something that hopefully they won't be able to refuse. So yeah, I'm I did see. Really. I watched a, uh, I watched a bit of the clip earlier on Sky Sports, and he uh, he said it, one thing that I would sort of I think give Arsenal fans a bit of hope as well is he did say it's just I don't think this is going to be a quick turnaround thing. This is going to take a while to get done, no, and I'm prepared for. You know, as he said, I've been a fan for the club for 30 years. I'm prepared for uh, it to take a little while to get going. But yeah, he said mm-hmm. I'll give him a thoughtful offer something around those lines and uh, yeah we'll see, see what happens it could hopefully mate could hopefully mean that you get these these cronky bastards out of this uh, out of your club mate definitely it, it, I think it says something when there's three Arsenal legends of Henri Vieira and Burkamp that are also supporting this guy and helping him yeah. he doesn't care about your club though he doesn't care about oh, of course he doesn't but um, what's it they've said um, they uh, what's the Said so basically they're 100 focused on um, like Arsenal still. I don't think oh. they've been 100 focused on Arsenal. <laughs> they know Arsenal. Also, I did. I did yeah. also. Sorry, I did also see on the video. He said he has the funding already backed. Oh, yeah. So yeah, he has yeah. all the funding backed already. Um, it just yeah, he needs to. They need to accept it or work out a deal. Spotify, whatever would be interesting. Spotify's got money though. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, he course. himself is. Um, he's got a, chairman and CEO, isn't he? Yeah, he's got a net worth of like three point eight billion or something. And yeah, the so rumours are to be um, believed. Apparently, um, uh, what's his name? Cronkay would want at least two two point four or something, or two point five billion for Arsenal. Fair. Um, which is like crazy. One point. So it's basically like double the amount he paid for it. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Fair play. Fair play. You might as well get that if you can. But. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting. Hopefully, if he has Vieira backing him, hopefully he gives him a job that keeps him the fuck away from the Crystal Palace <laughs> managerial job because we do not want him. I've seen the, I've seen the rumours on Twitter and I'm not happy. Um, not with Vieira. I'd rather keep Roy, which I actually think Will it might end up doing now. But we'll get onto that for a later date. We don't need to go. Uh, you know how long I could go on about like that for. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. When you get a go, when you get going. Exactly. Well, we might as well get into the main topic of this podcast which is our we're all proposing so we'll have three candidates three future Ballon d'Or candidates that we see you know not necessarily winning it this year or next year but in some time in their future career all young players I'm assuming that we've chosen um yeah I mean I, I can't imagine that we're going to disagree too much because no these players are obviously going to be already quite good I'm imagining from what we think I mean who does it who wants to start us off Mark Mark, okay, Mark, start us <laughs> off, mate. Who is I've been your... nominated mid-eating a chicken bite. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tip my team. How we do... Are we just going focusing on one player? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do I need to say his name? 
Do you want me to go first so you can have some time to prepare this? Or? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just curious. Like, do you guys know who I've picked before? I haven't, before we haven't. Well, just, I think, I, think oh, you know. I put on the group chat who I picked. So I'm hoping you haven't picked him. No, 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 no. I haven't picked him. Okay. Uh, cool. I assume you haven't picked anyone in an Arsenal shirt. Obviously. Yeah. Well, there we Fair go, enough. All right. Well, so yeah. Go ahead. Who, man. Do, you, I who, do, you? I who do we think? I. Um... <laughs> oh, oh, I know who this is. I know who this is. This is Trent Alexander-Arnold. It is. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got to be. I had a joke with Alf earlier. I said, uh, "What the odds is going to be like Nat Phillips or Minamino or something?" <laughs> Milner. Milner. It's Milner. <laughs> Milner. Yeah. Um, shout, out, shout out to Big Donny Char. I was about to say, yeah. Welcome, Big Donny Char. Come on, G. Talk about Ballon d'Or winners, future best player in the world winner trophies. That kind I'm of coming thing. in. So, I'm coming in with Trent, right? Trent, yeah. The famous Liverpool left uh, right back, even um, maybe England right back. We'll see how Southgate feels. Yes, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's a touchy Southgate's one. Allowed, and now allowed to take 26 players instead oh, of 23. So he he might get a chance of going. We can't miss out that creativity. I mean, he already has. I mean, I think I he, I think he was setting us in for his Euro cho uh, choices. Yeah. But yeah, carry on. Sorry, we know. Well, I'm not sure on the finite details, but I'm pretty sure Alexander-Arnold was, I think, in the final selection or like the player votes for the Ballon d'Or. So he, right. his name did pop up in this yeah. contention anyway, which only, I think, like, screams the potential that he has. I think obviously not a lot of people argue that you know Trent is one of those players that plays a lot older and plays like he has a lot more experience. Obviously yeah. there is room for improvement, probably like a lot of young players. But as far as like, I don't really know anyone who would start ahead of Trent. What for England or for Liverpool? Just in just in general, Premier League, like oh. any player. There's there's like what a few who through experience and but in terms of fitting into that Liverpool squad yeah I can't what, think of any what he to. offers and yeah Liverpool haven't been in the best form and or have probably had the worst title defence I think I've ever seen um, but still like you've got to think of like the actual there's obviously the, we've spoken about this in depth about how Liverpool have been affected with their current squad and I think yeah. Trent has suffered not having Gomez and Van Dyke right behind him. Absolutely. And thinking, oh, who have I got behind me this week? And if he is let loose more going into next season, and then a season after that, I, I think all he needs is that confidence. And I mean, he what got like the most assists? I think did he get most assists up there for most assists in um what was it when it twenty eighteen? Uh, I think you might because last year it was ADB, wasn't it? I think yeah. the season before might yeah. have been Trent, yeah. But still, for right back to be whipping in that many balls, Absolutely. like the balls he's been whipping in as well, I just, I just think it's not like it's going to be inevitable because there are just probably there could just be like the next Messi just or next Messi or next Ronaldo just absolutely storms it for the whole career yeah, yeah. getting the Ballon d'Ors. But it'd be nice to see a right back win Ballon d'Or. Definitely. It's, Definitely. Um, I think it's only happened once where a defensive player has won a Ballon d'Or and I think he was like a left back Italian left back I think Is it Maldini? No I don't think so Potentially but it's never you never see like defensive players get like that sort of level of sort of awards and trophies and stuff like that and I just think Trent 
Oh, it was a, uh, it was a uh, uh, Fabio Cannavaro for um, Real Madrid. Fair. Yeah, he won the champ, the League of the Champions League, and he won the World Cup that year. Fuck, the World Cup as well. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's a nuts. That's a nuts year. I mean, Trent in one year won Premier League, Champions League, Super World Cup. But... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't win the Premier League and the Champions League in the yeah, same season. Say, not in the same, not season. same season, calendar year. No, you didn't. Yeah, I was going to say it wouldn't have been ca so calendar year either. Oh, uh, yeah, the man. It would have been calendar year. Oh, yeah. Never mind. In two years. Yeah. Within a year of you winning the Champions League, you then won the Premier League because it wasn't a year to the exact day that, you know, or a year part. Yeah. It within matter, the same 12 months. Within the same 12 months, but not yeah. obviously in the calendar year or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All season, yeah. But I, I get your point, yeah. I mean, for his age, what, he's like 23 as well? Like, he's still yeah. very young, I think. I think he's definitely got it in him to get those assists back up, potentially change position. I think we've spoken about yeah. that before. I mean, he I, he's not a player who I think he would probably struggle in mid just because of how much focus there has been about his defensive capabilities. So he's probably putting a lot of time to be a good to, defender. He'll need to improve his defending, definitely, regardless of what he does. He needs to improve his defending yeah. and his pressing and everything off the ball. Um, actually, to be fair, his pressing's not bad. It's actually just like making a tackle and stuff like that. Um, do we do we know what his uh, tackle success rate is? I don't. I can have a look. That is a good question because I, th I think I saw somewhere where it's not as bad as what some people think. It's just where there's a lot of attention on that on him at the moment. Right, but he has made blunder mistakes. Like, yeah, of course. I can't let that slide. He has made absolute blunders. So that's what yeah, two in the was it two in the sixty-four percent tackle success rate. Not bad. Uh, well, that's of all, all the uh, Premier League seasons he's played in, not just the last season. Uh, yeah, 64%. He averages 1.6 tackles a game and 1.3 interceptions, which is not that bad. Um, yeah. Uh, he's, he's, yeah, I mean, he's not as bad as you think, but then obviously he is a case of like, when you get to like uh, the top, top levels like the Champions League and the World Cup of football, you have like the... The players that he'll be coming up against are going to be nothing short of world class, oh, of and course. they are going to throw everything down his side. They're all winners. They know he's the weaker one of him and Robertson, yeah. defensively. Yeah. So they're going to chuck everything down his side. So it is like a case of like I know he's not bad defensively, but if he wants to like win a Ballon d'Or, for instance, he'll obviously have to improve that. Unless you move him to like a. Uh, Unless you start playing three at the back with him at a right wing back, like sort of right mid position, where you could then have um, like a Fabinho drop into the back line if he's playing midfield to then cover up for the right hand side for uh, Trent. So he doesn't really need to fall back that often and he can focus on going uh, forward. That could work for him. And then, you know, he's going to be banging in assists and goals. Not um, worrying about that. Every, yeah, exactly. Line. He can get back just to man mark. Doesn't actually have to do anything. Do you know what I mean? Just to, you know, mm. seal off passes from the t uh, opposition. But. I don't know if do you see Jurgen move into a three at the back playing wing backs or because he likes his four three three, doesn't he? He really does like his four three yeah. three, but I'm pretty sure he played like a four five two like the other day, I think, or something that's stupid, where he had the front three on plus Jota. So I was just trying, to, I can't remember what he did with that one. It was it was weird because I remember looking at it just just seeing like Firmino up front, and then it was like Jota, Salah, Mane. Video, and I was like, what was going on here? Oh, right. So he, I think he is. Oh, was it a 4 2 3 1? 
Potentially, uh, he was he was he has been mixing it up. Notice, I think where he's yeah. got different types of players in the same formation won't work with every single player. So he is probably trying to switch that up. But I, I don't think it'd be hard. It'd be hard for Trent to like move positions unless it was like going to be like a long term decision. Uh, so if that was to happen, it would have to be a big big discussion because who we got. What's his, uh, Tamikas from the Greek player? That's all we've got. Yeah, really, I, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen anything really. No, him, not at all. I mean, you're not going to not yeah. play Trent if he's fit. No, of course not. And even if know. you probably got, if Trent's out, you still, what, do you reckon Milner could fill in as a right back? Definitely do it. He's getting back. on a bit. Milner is awesome, but he is now getting on a bit. Massively. Um, so I probably would go for the other lad that you have bought as a right back. If he's not injured. To play at right back when he has the opportunity to, yeah, exactly, makes yeah. sense. I'm yet to really see him do anything. But I think, yeah, Trent, Trent is definitely a shout. I think there's, there's an opportunity. It just depends on what, yeah, like his his team situation, Liverpool. What happens? Uh, do they change the work formation? Do they change the way they play? Because obviously they're bound to lose like a big or player or two in the next in the next couple of seasons, right? Like a Mane or a Salah. You imagine one of them two. Are you assuming it's that's going to be the summer. case? Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking that's going to happen. So but then you look, I don't know, all the big teams are broke at the moment, oh, yeah. apart from ones in England. Do you know what I mean? So, I don't know, all the, like, you know, Real Madrid, Barcelona, they're all broke. Juventus isn't exactly a uh, nailed-on Champions League team at the moment, somehow. Um, there's always a way, though, isn't there? It yeah, of course. Be a, It'll a just be... Well, if these fines come through from or... Perez, then they're going to pay off their debt easily. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting. Well, I know it's it's an obvious choice from Mark because obviously being a Liverpool fan and, and being a bright young player, but it's a good choice. I think an interesting yeah. choice for discussion because it is one of them when you like because he's got the defender thing. Only one defender's won it in his lifetime. Is that you know is that a mark a bad mark on him getting it? It's one of them. It's interesting. Um, as much yeah. as we'd like to take the piss, um, you can't really take the piss out of Trent for that. It's gonna. It probably will happen at some point. Like you say, yeah. when the team situation sorts itself out, whether that be other players coming in or players leaving, and whatever, or how long, however long that takes as well, he will get back to the, how he was like last season, the season before. Definitely. Definitely, you don't just lose that sort of thing overnight. That sort of talent. No, he needs to either. It's mentally as well, right? So, like Mark was saying, with uh, not having Van Dijk and Gomez, the, the you know the rocks at the uh, to you know essentially mess up, uh, clear up the mess that if he needs to, do you know what I mean? Them two, that's what they do. And uh, he yeah. has what Kabak and Phillips at the moment, or not saying that they're bad players, but not but they're no way near. Yeah, they're uh, not Van Dijk or Gomez. Gomez. Well, you might have forgotten. Um, we also got Ben Davies. I did forget that. Yeah, I was going to say. I yeah. think most people did. I did forget I that. Like, Wait uh, a minute, because I think I saw a post the other day, like. Has anyone seen Ben Davies lately? Because we're worried for his safety. So I was like, <laughs> we we own him. What the? F I was like, hang about. Why are we not? I haven't seen him do anything. But I no, I haven't. I haven't seen him do anything either. But um, I guess. He's but just yeah, no. It's, I, don't, I guess I, I don't really know why you bought him. I guess you just bought him for coverage. But because Nat Phillips is just is capable. He's capable. Obviously, he's not what you want ideally starting. But you know, he is fine for now. Um, but yeah, I, it just it's going to be interesting because it also you will know, how how long is Klopp going to stay? Obviously, you're safe for now because the Bayern Munich job and the Germany job's been taken up. So you're pretty safe on those two fronts. They could have been quite dangerous um, roles that he could have been interested in. But um, 
I think, yeah, I think we, he's how quite do you happy. Feel, how do you feel about that, about Klopp? Do you think he's got a little while left? Or? I, I don't know. He probably had, so far, he's only had like one one difficult season, which is like right now. And it's not probably not the season I'd want to have a bad season in, considering obviously what everyone knows has happened. Yeah. The whole sort of pandemic, obviously. I know he loves the, the, the place, the fans, the stadium players as well he's built a team but i don't i don't think he's going anywhere i don't think he has any well, that's the thing, anywhere. what he's done for liverpool sort of in the time that he's been here he's he's bought himself a, a season and a half maybe of, of bad he's bought himself a, a statue as well outside the front yeah definitely but he's he's got himself uh some a, a good little while before there are serious sort of conversations about getting rid or yeah, moving on to something different. Um, but yeah, I don't think you should get rid of him. He's an absolutely phenomenal manager. I think. No, yeah, I think. If, I think if he was to leave Liverpool, it would be on his decision. Oh yeah, he's not getting it's, sacked. It's, he's, he's never getting sacked. He's, he's Don Henry's already in Liverpool fans' bad books. There's no way he's going to do that now. I know. That's basically <laughs> asking for your neck if you do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting because I, I do think there's only like maybe yeah, like Bayern. I, I can't imagine the Germany job is one that would really interest him. But mm. I can't imagine too many outside of that being. It's definitely not in England. There's no way you take another job in England. I don't mm. think you've got to worry about that. Um, just but then like, don't know. Madrid couldn't see it. Could never see him managing Madrid. I. I... I, I Barcelona. I couldn't see him. I couldn't see him managing Barcelona. I'd probably see him like just move off to do something not as like mental as trying about, to win um, everything or replace um, what's his name that's going to Bayern. Um, uh, Leipzig. Stick. No, Nagelsmann. Uh, Nagelsmann's gone to um, Bayern, isn't he? Yeah, and replace Nagelsmann at um, Leipzig. They've got their replacement. I can't. I think it's the uh, Mushin Gladbach or the. Um, Leverkusen boss, one of them two, I think he's set to take on the job. Yeah. But to be fair, Klopp's not, not leaving Liverpool in time soon. Need to take up that job anyway. Or is it the but... Dortmund boss? It might even be the Dortmund, but I can't remember. It's one of them lot because they're all moving around. Like, uh, I think the Leverkusen boss is Dortmund's manager next year, and I think maybe Dortmund's manager is now going to be Leipzig manager next year. It's something like that. It's a bit weird. Um, Dortmund's the most expensive manager of all time now. Yes, yeah, he's bloody good. Twenty-five million or whatever in compensation just to get him, which is. Fair enough, really. Yeah. When did, is uh, Hansi Flick going? Hansi Flick's going to be Germany manager at Euros, isn't he? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Oh, fuck, that's a bit scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's scary, man. You saw what he did with the Bayern Munich team. What's he going to do with fucking the German national team? They're going to be an absolute machine. Yeah. I doubt about you guys. I'm excited for the World Cup as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think all of our players will probably be featuring in the world. I mean, I think all three of our players are British. Yeah. yeah. If I had to go, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, have we, uh, Mark? Is there anything else you want to say on Trent or Ollie? Is there anything else you want to say on Trent? No. Uh, no. I think I think everyone. He's he's always been in a player sort of in the limelight because of his age, because of his potential and his current talent. Talent. So I think yeah, I think it'd be a fool to sort of underestimate his ability to win a trophy like Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Fair. Final, final nice. statement. Mark out. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Ollie, would you like? Do you want to go next, mate? Why not? Um, I've gone for. Well, I think you. Uh, it's so obvious. I was about to say who it was. Just... <laughs> well, do you know who it is? I think so. He wears an Arsenal shirt, doesn't he? 
He does. He does indeed. He is probably the, the only player in the next. I don't know how long that even vaguely has a chance of winning a Ballon d'Or. Um, yeah. The wonder kid that is Bakayu Saka. Emil Smith. Oh no, no mind. Uh, yeah, Bakayu Saka. That's it. Yeah. Is it Nicolas Pepe? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Um, Saka. He's what a player, man. He's for his age, like 19 years old, 19. and he, yeah, he's still very, very young, and he's had. Pretty much two full seasons now playing consistent sort of first team football at Arsenal. Well, I say consistent, 26 appearances last year, and he's on 28 this year. Pretty consistent um, over a 38 game period. But yeah, he's just won the uh, London Football Awards Young Player of the Year as well. Um, just, I, 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 I do get lost for words when I speak about Saka sometimes, <laughs> just because he's something that we've needed for a long long time and he's been at arsenal since he was seven i think um came up through the, obviously the hayland academy got his first professional contract at 17 and has just been bossing it for arsenal ever since um his passing and his vision is incredible for his age as well it's it, i hope it's only going to go up from there and he can dribble a ball unbelievably well um yeah he's just phenomenal he's definitely something that we've needed um i can only see him going up from here really it's it's hard because i think he'd get a lot more credit if he was at a team like city or liverpool or someone like that someone that's consistently playing really well i think with arsenal he does outshine a lot of the arsenal players but i think he would look even better if the whole arsenal team were obviously putting in like stellar performances and, and winning game uh, games week in, week out. I think obviously you'd get spoken about a lot more that way, but for what he's done for Arsenal in the short time he's been there, stats-wise, it's not that impressive in terms of goals or assists or whatever it may be, but he is he's brilliant, brilliant player. He's played, I think he's got six goals, seven assists or something over the best part of two seasons. So, as I say, he's, he's not sort of in a a forward in that sense he does play in a full position occasionally but he started off playing Arsenal as a left back and he's obviously moved up a bit into the left wing he now plays a bit of right wing as well so yeah he's hopefully he's only going to sort of progress from here get better hopefully if Arsenal well, restructure in the ownership does happen at some point hopefully we can change up the team a little bit as well and it'll only just further his progress the only thing I'm not 100% certain on is if he if he does win it, whether he'll be an Arsenal player at the time or not. That's what I was going to um, say. Because if I could see him in a Madrid or a Barcelona top. Any um, club in the world, I think. Yeah. And he's Bayern definitely Munich. being looked at. Definitely being looked at by a lot of these big teams. Especially probably in the German side of things as well, because they're loving picking up young English talent at the moment, bringing them over to or Dortmund, for instance. Um yeah, I think he will be very hard to keep hold of in the next couple of years. He has signed a new contract last season, I think it was, but we all know contracts don't really mean too much other than just your value, really. Um, mm. But yeah, he's a great player. Great, great yeah. player. I was just thinking about the... Because uh, he's like a left wing back, right? You'd probably say. Or left wing or well, left wing probably, back. Well, according to... I think I had it up here. According to transfer market, he's a right attacker, but he plays oh, on the left and he plays left back. So he's that's uh, okay. All around, he definitely end up a few places there. Yeah, he's left footed, so I think he does play sort of uh, left and right, really. But yeah, yeah, I, do, I like Saka a lot. He's a fantastic player. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's just a shame that it's like it is. Uh, 
it's, it's this Arsenal team that is currently forms that he's in. Yeah. It is a shit. I know what you mean. Like, obviously, you have got good players, but then, yeah, it's just obviously the system. Something's not going right at the moment. Um, if he was in like a Man City or even like a Man United or something like that, where they just got a bit more, you know, they have a Bruno Fernandez type thing. Yeah. Playing with someone like that would just take his game to a whole new level. And I think if this deal goes through with the Spotify dude, I don't see why, because obviously he seems like someone that wants to put the money in and do, and you know, actually. That's the thing, he's a lifelong Arsenal fan. So he's yeah. Arsenal's best intentions at heart. It's, he's not, it's not going to be run like a, like a business, hopefully. hopefully. Um, well, this is the thing. What people like the the two most successful clubs? Well, the two well, yeah, pretty much the two most successful clubs in in England over the past like I don't know, like eight years, you say, are City and Chelsea. Like in terms of winning the Premier League, those are two clubs that are not run for a profit. They know the owners of those two clubs know that there's not a chance of making money out of football and being good and winning. It just doesn't it doesn't work like that. You can't do it. Yeah. Um, and they're you know they win Premier Leagues and, and Champions Leagues over the last ten years. They've won. They've well, obviously City haven't won the the uh, Champions League, but they've won, what, like five, six, what, they won, like five Premier Leagues over the last 10 years? Like, almost half the Premier Leagues that are available? I think yeah. something like that. Uh, four, I think, maybe. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, essentially. Um, ca like, Carabao Cups and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, of course. They won four in a row Carabao Cups. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The last time um, they lost a game in the Carabao Cup was 2016. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous, man. Right. See, like, it... So, yeah, it, I, I do think he's definitely up there. It's just if he does stay at Arsenal. Yeah, um, I think yeah. that really could be one of the main deciding factors of what happens with his sort of well, if he how successful he is and if he does ever win a Ballon d'Or. Because as much as I'd love it to be an Arsenal, uh, him to be in an Arsenal shirt for the rest of his career, I can't see it happening. He's just oh. too good for. He's he's outperforming the mm. other, like the club at the moment. Definitely, yeah. And that's yeah, it's hard to say I really. Think, um... He, I was just thinking, like AC Milan are on a revival at the moment. They're really looking for. He would look great in an AC Milan shirt. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's. I think uh, you're right. It's interesting because it is like it's almost like where do you narrow him down? Where is he going to play? Because that would make it a lot easier to like understand where he would go or, or what kind of teams would be interested in him, right? Yeah, um, but because he, he's so young, though, he's still got a hell of a lot, like a long time left in his career. Yeah, sure. at least he could go on for another. 15 years well oh yeah yeah 12 years yeah, maybe yeah yeah easily and he's still very much at the beginning of his career and he's got so much to learn um hopefully he could be yeah what is he 20 in like, well how was he 20 19. oh man he's he could have 15 years 16 yeah. years maybe he's not, uh, he's not yeah, 20. Like ronaldo 20. and that are looking after their bodies and stuff um yeah. definitely he could play for like yeah 15 years maybe but um yeah, it'd be interesting, man. I, I, he's so young in his career, and he's so good already. Yeah, just think even um, well, he's not been playing consistently for the first team for two seasons. And like other than that, I mean, as I say, he played for the Arsenal Academy as well. So it's not like he's been tipping out of other teams. He was at City at one point or whatever, and he's now yeah. up at Arsenal for his senior career. He's been at Arsenal the whole time, and he was scouted when he was seven, joined the Arsenal Academy, and he's been there until obviously he's been promoted to the senior squad. And I think with the right sort of players around him and the right manager, he could be he could be the next Lionel Messi or, or, or um, Ronaldo. I think probably most of the, or the three players on this list uh, on our list probably could be, but. I, it's shame, it hurts me to say, but I don't think he, if he does win it, he will be at Arsenal at the time, unless we have some big turnaround. 
but then yeah. again, he could he, he could not he could win it in five years' time, and Arsenal could be a completely different team in five years' time. Mm. Uh, who knows, really? But yeah, Saka. Nice. Yeah, cool. I think. Yeah, it, I definitely think you're right. If he's gonna, he's definitely a future potential uh, Ballon d'Or winner. I think it just depends on. Yeah, like you say, where is he gonna be? Who is he gonna be playing with? Who's he gonna be playing for? But um, this is this is the beauty of this podcast is. Uh, putting these na- names in their hat that could just literally be anywhere go to any team potentially yeah I mean uh, yeah I, I just yeah it's just made, it's made. we got so many good young players coming through I feel like every generation says that you know my dad was telling me the other day he was like yeah I'll set you because I was telling him I think this we've got the best England team coming through at the moment that we've ever had and he was saying Alf mate I was saying the same thing when I was your age do you know what I mean? All this kind of stuff, and I was like, and he's like, we haven't had a trophy my entire life, and I was like, yeah, it's true. Oh man, that hurts. Well, he was born in <laughs> he was born in '67, so he just missed by one year. Um, <sighs> but um, but yeah, it's just uh, it's just a bit mad. But uh, but yeah, has anyone got else got anything to say on Saka? Not. No, I just, I'm kind of excited to see how he does. Sort of in terms of individual players, excited to see how Saka plays next season. Yeah. Just going forward, so I think yeah, all he is right to sort of give him a shout out there, you know, select him as his future Ballon d'Or winner because he generally is like a really good fucking player. He's like generally yeah, a good baller. Bias. Just it's not bias. just bias. Like I mean, it's weird because it's a like, little bit of bias, a little bit of bias from me, a little bit of bias from you. But like these players are genuinely like very talented for just yeah. out of oh, nowhere yeah. coming in young players as well. It's just weird, yeah. It's not nah, happen so quickly as well. Mm, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, all right. If we're done with that with Saka, then I'll move on to my one. Uh, we got the third and final one on our guesses. I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, he's one of the. Yeah, I mean, I think if if this dude's career goes the way it's going, he could end up as maybe one of the best English players of all time. Seriously, it's unbelievable. It's uh, Man City's Phil Foden. Um, I mean, he's just bought out. Twenty years old, turns twenty-one uh, next month. Uh, at currently this season, he's got fourteen goals and nine assists in all comps. Uh, only De Bruyne has more assists in the Man City squad um, and he has more goals than Gabriel Jesus so you know they're starting striker and their best you know he's right on the brink um, something that I found was he has more respected assists at 0.35 this season than Kane, Son and James Rodriguez um, he's only 13th yeah he's only 13th on minutes played in Man City squad yeah he's this high in stats and all this kind of stuff and this important but he does also like, in terms of Premier League sorry but he does um have more minutes than any city outfield player in the Champions League. Like I think that already shows how fucking we've got he... we've got um the Foxy 1995 aka Kieran uh coming in with the he's a bloody baller man. He, is. he really is. Like he, he is really really is. But yeah, like yeah, so as I was saying like yeah, already at 20 years old he's played the more most minutes of an outfield player in the Champions League for Man City. That's insane, right? For for a competition that means so much to that team as well. Kieran, uh, Kieran's yeah, also um, said he's that he's won the best. It's the best stats that he's seen is, is that he's won more trophies than Leeds. He has. He has got a, got a wealth of trophies. He's got already. He's got two Premier Leagues, one FA Cup, four Carabao Cups, two Community Shields, and an Under Twenty One World Cup. It's a good Brilliant. start. It's a good it start. is a fantastic start. I mean, he's one of the. He's so versatile as well. Can play on the left wing, the right wing, attacking midfielder. Can even play drop back and play central midfielder. Dictate play a bit. Um, I reckon you could even stick him with the way his uh, playmaking and his finishing has gone on. I mean, you saw the goal he scored against you, Mark, Liverpool, when he yeah, hit the near Jesus post against Christ. Alisson, just rocketed that in. Um, I think he could play as like a false nine. 
as well. If they if City don't want to buy a striker, you can bang Foden in false nine, I reckon. Um, but yeah, he's just he's just unreal. I and mean, obviously, like Oli was saying, similar thing with Saka, uh, coming up for the City Academy, didn't go out on loan, just fought really hard to be in that City's first team. And I think, you know, he's definitely um, in, you know, one of Pep's favourite players. He said it multiple times, how much he how much Pep loves Foden. Pep loves um, Foden so much. He said that he wouldn't yeah. sell him for 500 million. Yeah, like, really? Uh, right? 500 million pounds, you wouldn't sell Phil Foden. You're a bit like, are you sure? But having that much confidence in a young player like that is... He's just the way he moves forward. So, and if you got that pet manager saying, pet, pet manager, pet Guardiola saying, Pep that, is the manager uh, of managers, to be fair. Yeah, he is. <laughs> pet Guardiola saying that. Who is, you know, are, you, you can make a case for him being one of the like one of the best managers of all time, right? Like top five managers of all time for sure. Yeah. You, easy, easy. Um, saying that about you, that you must have saying about you. It's making an impression on Pep, right? Pep Guardiola. Yeah, and, I mean, he was to- when David Silva um, retired, which was, you know, what maybe a season or two ago. Like so, end of last season. End of last season. So yeah, it still would have been like he left City. When he left City, sorry, yeah. So he was like 19, 20, might have just turned 20, 19 or whatever. Um he uh he was toted to be the guy to replace David Silva already. And like to be honest, he's he's kind huge. of he's definitely made that transition a lot easier for City. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, they they, they like, could have really struggled to find a player there. Like, he may David not have filled Silver. his boots. He's definitely not. I don't think he's filled his boots yet because David Silva was just so good. Oh, but yeah. he's definitely made that transition for yeah uh, for Le- for David Silva lose- leaving into this new Man City team a lot smoother for oh. City. And obviously they're winning the Premier League this year. I think they're probably going to win the Champions League this year. Obviously we've got PSG versus Man City tonight at eight o'clock, which is going to be sick. Yeah, um, that's going to be great. Yeah, I just think they've uh, already won the uh, Carabao Cup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, not only do I think he's gonna win a Ballon d'Or, I think he's gonna be in the top three voting for a considerable amount. I reckon for a good few years of his career, I reckon mm. he's gonna be up there. I mean, hopefully, yeah. Like I said, when it's all said and done, I reckon he could go down as definitely one of probably Man City's best ever player, considering you know he's come through the academy. This is the new Man City. Obviously, Aguero, David Silva, Yaya Toure, company. These players mean so much to Man City. But I think it's different, isn't it, when you've got an academy player come through and he's been there since a kid and he's on your own. It's just what different. I've noticed is that we've all picked people who came through the academy as well. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. Um, all young, all have had a big impact on their teams as well. All English. Yeah. All English. So it is looking good. And it looks like the way forward it is to actually really definitely bring them up academies are so important people people underrate academies so much we've chosen these players but there's so many other players that obviously very high chances as well because when i was sort of thinking about who i was going to pick i think do i go for second i might be a bit boring obviously being an arsenal fan blah 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 but i thought you know what i'm gonna go for him because there are there are the very obvious players that we could have picked and we will have to mention a couple of their names just as honorable mentions but Like, th- there's some players in this list that they they couldn't not be said. And uh, yeah, as yeah. I say, we could have picked the really obvious ones like the Harlems, the Sanchos, the yeah. Neymars, Lewandowski yeah. as well. Um, Mbappe, yeah, Mbappe, yeah, big one. Easily, like so many, but they're very obvious ones. I think we've all picked someone that's a little bit less obvious. Definitely, probably but not in the. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think one thing that I think maybe sets 
Phil Foden, aside from maybe the, the other two players in this, as well as good as those two players are, is that he is guaranteed trophies year in, year, in, year out at his club. Like, guaranteed it. I at mean, least yeah, two play, trophies. Play but... You probably think at least two trophies a season, depending on how they like, yeah. you know, and one yeah. of them could be a major trophy, like a Premier League or a Champions League. Well, that's the thing. He's been that's going to help his case so much. He's been in the uh, City senior squad since what seventeen or something, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, something like that. So he's been there for like, a lot of well, the last couple of years when it's been very good, and they've been very good for the last sort of ten years. But yeah. it's still he's he's shown that over the next over the last sort of couple of seasons he's getting more and more game time. He's getting more and more goals, assists, and he's been developed in the the like sort of. In the way he should have, because there's other players that you might think, oh, yeah, he's really good, and then he gets started to be paid more and more and more before he's actually ready. What Pep's done with Phil Foden is is phenomenal. He's sort of proper, not to probably a bad word, but he's groomed him into that player. He's formed oh, him definitely. into that player <laughs> that is uh, like, yeah, one of the, one of the best um, next players, really. No, definitely. I think, yeah, it's going to be interesting because, uh, I mean, like you say, Pep's not going to sell him. So he'll be at City for probably the majority of his career, I would imagine. That would be sick to have him in the Premier League for so long. Um, as long as they're be, winning, I think he'll be very happy with that as well. Yeah, and they're definitely not going to start. I think they, they haven't got a fear of not winning for a long time. They've got a whole country back of them. Um, it's like financially, isn't it? But, um, yeah. I think yeah, it's, 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 the players this young as well, they've, <clears throat> they've definitely got their head screwed on. Um, yeah, well, Foden, Phil had a little yeah, bit. Of, he's done a little bit uh, of a uh, sus yeah. sort of stuff, but he had a kid when he was very young. I rate it. I rate I it. He's got a, a second kid on the way with his missus at the moment. Yeah. I don't know if that's been confirmed, but yeah, he being a footballer, you have to mature very, very quickly, and being sort of around those players, those key players, like obviously like the three that we picked at the moment are, it does massively help, um, and Phil being around. The, well, arguably the best Premier League side over the last ten years, on sort of on average, um, has definitely helped, like massively. Yeah. Um, I think obviously it's harder for players maybe like Saka that don't play with the the talents that, that City have. Not saying that Arsenal are, are awful. We do have some great players, and but we're not City by any means. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I've got another one just quickly after Phil Foden. Uh, David Omalabu, uh, Crystal Palace under 18 striker, under 23s. He's just uh, banging realistic goals. about this one now. He's got, uh, I think, what is it this season? In the under, I think in the under 18s, he's got 18 goals in 16 games, I believe, for us. Obviously, we're top of the, you know, the Premier League, the Premier League South in uh, under 18s. But sure, that's, that's that, that in the last three podcasts. That's fine. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna. Uh, I'm going to mention that every single fucking podcast, right? Because it is the only thing we have going for us right now, right? There's all the people um, coming up through. All these all these kids coming through our academy, man. We've got some really good, really good players coming through. Face has anything to do about it. When the Royal Family end up buying Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, they better pump some money in as well. Oh, like, I want to see some uh, some good... But Harry Kane. I thought, I thought that was a joke. Fan. No, no it's no, one of these things. Well, yeah, it's one of his things on his manifesto. Whether or not it will happen or not. Wait, or, who's manifesto? Count, Count Binface for oh. London Mayor. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, there's basically a, there's a load of people running basically as a joke for London Mayor at yeah. the moment. Like a couple of YouTubers, this Count Binface guy, 
Um, and they're just obviously coming out with all their manifestos and all their stupid rules. And one of his yeah. ones was uh, the royal family have to buy Crystal Palace, like the football club. I'm all so, for it. Yeah. Fair. Interesting to see. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, but yeah, that's I mean that's it for our Ballon d'Or winners, boys. I think we've got four very like uh, very uh, good prospects coming through there. Three very good. Only took us. Only took us forty-five minutes. That's it, mate. That's it. But um, but I did want to talk about something else uh, before we end. Before we you know finish today, it, it, it's well, a couple of things actually. Uh, but first, thing I want to talk about the Champions League. The new, you know, what's going on with the Champions League? Obviously, we had a good game last night. Chelsea Real Madrid. I don't know if even you boys watched it, but it was, a, it was a it was a great game. Jesus Christ! Back a great. Good to see Pulisic get a goal as well. Yeah, it was a fantastic goal as well. I was, uh, and yeah, Chelsea were just the first thirty minutes or whatever. They were just playing these long balls over the top, just route one yeah. football, classic British football. And uh, Real Madrid did not know what the fuck to do. Honestly, it's how, uh, but you know, obviously in the end, Real Madrid being Real Madrid, they uh, they got their shit together and got, you know, clawed a goal back. Benzema with an unbelievable finish. Um, mm. Take take it on his chest like that. And then, you know, with the finish as well, it's just unbelievable. Uh, like me and Ollie were saying before this podcast, uh, heavily underrated as a striker. Not a good guy by any means. Had some controversies, not a very good guy. But football wise, Mate, unbelievable. What a striker. It's just such a shame that he was kind of in Ronaldo's shadow for so long. But if you look at stats-wise, he scored he scored more goals than Ronaldo has, um, excluding penalties, <clears throat> than um, yeah, Ronaldo has uh, since he joined Juve. So he's yeah. he's clearly not a bad player by any means. And even when Ronaldo Never was there, he was still banging in goals and getting assists and stuff. It's just not as many as Ronaldo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's extremely underrated. Uh, it's a shame his country don't don't fuck with him. Yeah, they don't rate him at all. No. <laughs> but um, it's understandable. He's a bit of a scumbag. Uh, stupid yeah, question. Uh, stupid question, right? Yeah. Why? Oh, uh, it's, it's there's a few. I don't want to like say anything because I can't. I can't 100 say that it's it is happened. Just but say, I won't get it right. Just say um, allegedly after you say it, okay, and then it's yeah, fine. That covers our backs. It's that's literally so nice. That's how they say it works. So he definitely like blackmailed a teammate. Um, allegedly he blackmailed. He had a yeah. He had a over. Oh yeah, he had. A, what is this? So he had a black. This is allegedly. This is in the Guardian. So if anyone wants to come, don't come at me. Come at the Guardian. Um, they got more money than me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he had uh, blackmail over sex tape scandal. Oh. Uh, yeah. he, t- he attempted to blackmail former France teammate Matthew Valblano Val with a sex tape scandal. Uh, he pressured his former teammates into paying blackmailers who threatened to reveal an intimate video in which Valblano featured. He sta- yeah, he's standing right. Okay, so mate, and there was another thing with like underage girls um, going on as well. Uh, which I'm not 100% sure what happened with. But yeah, there was some underage girls involved with him and some once, other French once players. Once that's so been shouted allegedly. out, mate. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so... Uh, but he is a good footballer. He's a good footballer. <laughs> a footballer, though. He's not a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just a um, round again. Yeah, so it should be interesting. Obviously, we've got, yeah, City Porto. Let's get off this whole Benzema thing quick. Uh, City Porto. Uh, City Porto, City PSG. Mm-hmm. Um, tonight... I, I think City are going to win it, but what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I hope City win it. Yeah, um, they could. Uh, PSG come, could come out in full force though and do him in, but because City don't have the, the best record in in the Champions League, but 
who know, who's to say that um, they won't just yeah, be on form tonight and absolutely That's destroy it. PSG. They've got to win it some year, innit? Like, yeah. why not this year? You, you, you can never, ever count Man City out. No matter like, what happens. Know, say, but just because they haven't had a bad sort of, uh, a good sort of couple of years in the, the, uh, the uh, Champions League, that doesn't mean yeah, that you can rule them out completely. They can turn it on at any point and, yeah, become, look like from the, going from the worst team in the world to the best team in the world, yeah. literally in a heartbeat. Well, their uh, lineup will be out in about half an hour. Nice, nice. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who starts. I think, obviously, I think Phil Foden will probably play, which will be good. But um, I imagine Neymar and Mbappe and that will play as well for Yeah, you've got, to play, you've got to play your full team against Fancy. Um, yeah. What's going on with the uh, the new Champions League format? All right, so they're I've got it up doing, here. I've got it up they're doing here, so. more team, uh, teams, aren't they? I've got it up here, yeah. I'm on the Champions League website right now. So it will be for the tw starting the 24-25 season. Uh, so this is basically it says how will the 24 it says um, so it's reading obviously for anyone that wants to go read this themselves it's all on the Champions League website um, I'm just going to read off of that uh, it says the pivotal change in, re in ref uh, reforms announced by the UEFA executive committee after its meeting on the 19th of April is the departure from the current format 32 games um, the, so the Champions League season begin oh no that's the present one uh, from 2024-25 season there will be a single league instead of different groups the eight groups that we have this season of the four teams there will be uh, a single league made up of all 36 competitors competing clubs um, obviously gives four more teams the opportunity to play but it's still shit this new format um, they'll play four more matches in the current UK so they're guaranteed um, to face 10 they're guaranteed to face fixtures against 10 different teams half of them will be at home and half of them will be away um, obviously given yeah it's all bullshit saying they can play a wider range of opponents and all this kind of bollocks it's all for those TV deals top teams and all this bollocks basically want us, wanting to almost super league the fucking Champions League but um, that's effectively what it is though isn't it yeah. the way, so the way you're describing it it just sounds exactly like the super league but with it basically less is, control right. for the teams so the four additional spots uh, this is how they'll be allocated um, slot one will be one of the additional places will go to a club ranked third in the championship of the association of the association in the fifth position in the UEFA National Association's ranking. Yeah. So whichever league is ranked fifth, the third team will get a spot in that league. Slot two, another will be awarded for a domestic champion by ex by extending from four to five, four to five the number of qualifying of clubs qualifying via the so-called champions path, whatever that is. <laughs> slots three and four. Top, is that like the top four obviously get a champion? Basically, yeah. The top five get Champions League. Yeah. Uh, slots three and four are awarded to the two clubs with the highest coefficients that have not qualified automatically for the Champions League stages, but have qualified either for the Champions League qualification phase or the Europa League or the Europa League Conference League due to starting in 21-22. We've got another fucking Europe. Like, like anyone gives a shit about the Europa League, we've now got a worse Europa League. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> I know. Sorry, Oli, top five now, mate. Um, still nowhere near it. I don't even read. I've read that. I've read that, and I still don't really fucking get it. It yeah. might as well just leave the Champions League as it is. Who gives a shit? Um, I, I, I so I'm many not... players though are basically saying like, why don't we just extend the whole calendar, uh, like the whole calendar to 400 days instead of 365? Then we'll, then we'll still manage to get the same amount of rest that we get now. I think a lot of players aren't very happy about it, and they're saying. Now, obviously, the whole Super League saga seems to be dying down a bit. Let's not completely just 
disregard this new Champions League format, that players want something done and they want the same sort of uproar that was happening with the European Super League. I don't think a lot of players are very happy about this this new format at all. They're trying um, to Americanify it so much, man. And because yeah. I'm just looking at how the last 16's working here, so it says obviously you know with the league it'll be three points for a win, one point. They're still keeping that obviously as it goes. But it says the top eight teams would advance automatically to the round of 16 in the league. Uh, but those sides placed between 9th and 24th will enter a playoff round. Uh, those who finish between 9th and 16th seed will, uh, will be seeded in a playoff draw, and uh, meaning they will face the teams from 17th to 24th uh, with home advantage in the second leg match. So they play, yeah, okay, so they play away on the first leg, home at the second leg. Um, and the teams who finish 25th or lower will be eliminated uh, with no access to the Europa League. So worse than it is now. Uh, yeah, and then so the eight clubs that come out of that playoff spot will then go into the round of 16 and play the, the eight that qualified automatically by coming one, two, three, four, five in that in that order. Um, it just sounds a bit shit to me, I'll be honest. It says it says what they mean for fans here. It means more opportunities to see Euro, Europe's top teams playing each other. I mean, the reason why we see Europe's top teams playing each other, why that is so good is because it doesn't happen every fucking day. Um, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that is the allure of seeing Real Madrid Chelsea last night. They have, I don't think they've, they haven't played for a very, very long time in the Champions League against each other. Like, year, I think since like Rude Hullet was playing for them. Um, so yeah, uh, it's just, I don't know, it seems a little, a little bollocks to me. I don't know, I, I do kind of like that more team, more, a uh, more variety of teams will actually get a shot because obviously, I think last week, which is the new episode but, that's out on our YouTube page, um, that we were talking about how there is so much control and the split between the top part of leagues and the bottom. Bro, this is just so one-sided. Make that even worse, mate, because you got you got teams that are going to get going to get in because of their Champions League history, not because of how they've done the season. Oh, so if Liverpool Liverpool were getting the Champions League this year, even though even if they came eighth or ninth, because they do well in Europe, because they do well in Europe historically. But we wouldn't have qualified. That's the whole point. Yeah, of qualifying. No, but you will now. But you will now. That's kind of bullshit. I mean, even so West Ham, West Ham, or Leicester wouldn't get in. Even if, they, even if they, won even the if they even if they come top, even if West Ham comes second, even if West Ham win the Premier League, bro. Really? They might even not if get in. what? Even if they win the Premier well, League. I don't know about that. That might be me exaggerating a little bit. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, it's still second though. Like... It is if they come top four, bro. If they come top four, bro, they they probably won't get into the fucking. Uh, How are they League ever gonna get into the top? The well, they might get one of these bullshit spaces where you have to qualify and do all that, but they don't deserve it. Yeah. It's bullshit, mate. It's just basically taking some bits they, that maybe you wait for lights about the Super League. I thought, you know, fuck it, we'll try and put that. You know, while this whole Super League controversy is going on and all this stuff, let's just slip this Champions League thing under the door, which they somehow successfully did. Yeah. Um, it's bullshit. We need to keep, as fans, we need to keep... Uh, Keep our Shouting. voices heard. We need to keep going, keep going. We can't let up. We can't let up. UEFA, we move from the super. We move from the fat, uh, fat cat Americans. We don't. We still hate them, but we're moving on. For, we'll put them to the side for now. We need, need to go at UEFA. Um, apart from Cronkay, fuck Sam Cronkay. Apart from you know, uh, you know what? Keep just go at both. Just go at both. Just go at the Americans still. Keep going at them, and go and uh, obviously Perez and all these man. Um, and uh and just go at UEFA as well we might as well see how many we can you know keep football for the fans not for the money 100 percent. it's uh it's the game's changing a lot at the moment i think people are slowly falling out of love with with football i think with var at the moment it's it's killing the game 
um, but obviously all these rule changes they're trying to bring in, like the European Super League and the Champions League, everything like that. People are slowly and slowly just getting more and more pissed off, I think. Um, yeah. We, me and Mark were having fairly serious sort of thoughts about our, where our allegiances lie after, obviously, European Super League. Of course, yeah. We were tested. We really were tested. We were, we were very tested. And for obviously, both of us have supported our respective clubs for as long as we've enjoyed football and known really what football was uh and for us to just suddenly turn around and go nah like that's not on you can't do that can't do that, um, can't do that. yeah it is massively making people f- uh, fall in love um out of yeah with football the way i sort of shame. compare it for people who don't really understand the gravity of it all is like if you've been in a long-term relationship or you're married and then your husband and or wife cheats on you but you still want to be with her or him mm. yeah i was like that's, no, that's yeah. the only way i can really describe I, it I, I completely understand you guys doing that i completely get it i i would probably be myself if crystal palace had done it to be honest i'll be I'd myself would be like oh, i don't know about this anymore i mean we uh, we all nearly became palace fans <laughs> the last few yeah. weeks so. let's make this a palace podcast <laughs> let's make this a palace uh, we about to change harry anyway yeah, that's really right. don't, haven't done anything to wind Harry up at the Oh moment. yeah, sorry guys, Harry's not here. As oh, you yeah. probably know already, <laughs> didn't say that at the beginning of the podcast, but Harry's not here. Um, he's just been very quiet, actually. Yes, <laughs> he's just hanging about in the background. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think in the door, like it does. It does <laughs> almost with these super league, with this Champions League format, these Super League formats, all this shit going on, bro. Honestly, it does almost make me think, like, what's the point? Of, do you know what I mean? Sometimes I do have those thoughts, and I'm like. What's the point of supporting a club that's not a big six? There's just no point because the game is so skewed towards them succeeding and no one else succeeding. What's the point? It's like it is basically beating a dead horse. Like, I need to yeah. do something along the lines of what F1 are trying to do with um, next year's yeah. regulations. They're changing the cars to basically make it so the cars are, can race closer together. So if you've not F1 got... can do it, we can do it. F1 yeah. used to be ran by fucking um, Bernie Eccleston, for God's sake. One yeah. of the most corrupt men in the world, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. allegedly. Um, uh, if they can get from there to here, we can do it, boys. We can do yeah. it. Like, they need to, because they take what the fans say into consideration. Like, they listen to the fans yeah. a lot. Obviously, I know F1 is a, a lot of a smaller community than compared to football. Football Easier is a massive. Voices. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, um, if they can do that sort of thing and see the billions of pounds that these companies are uh, sort of spending and generating in terms of income as well like they can definitely change some stuff around make things a little bit fairer obviously in the long run it does make these sort of top six teams like oh we're going to lose out on a load of money so yeah you might lose out on a load of money in that sense but you could make a a shit ton more money because you then got more you're selling out every single game because it's actually really exciting every game you're playing stoke for instance but it's a really really exciting game and it's over every week selling out you're getting more um money for uh tv viewers and everything like that so in the long run you're not losing out on money you're making the game more enjoyable for the fans Yes, you don't have that long-lasting advantage that you did before, but that that will always suck. And obviously, teams aren't going to want to say, "Okay, let's make this a bit fairer, so we've not got this massive advantage on people." Because why would they? But at no. the same time, Premier League need to put their sort of just put their foot down and say, "No, this is what's happening. We're going to make this fairer. Yeah. We're going to make it 
a, a game for the people again. We're not going to keep running it how it is just so you guys can just keep making your billions of pounds every year. That's it. Unfortunately, we're having this... I love this conversation, but we are unfortunately having this conversation about 30 years too late. We should have been having this conversation when the Premier League was being introduced because this is basically what the Premier League's done. They've done it to themselves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They've done it to us. They've done it to us. They just wanted to make money and they did it back then. They want to make more money now. They want to do the Super League. It's just all, it's all fucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And, and unfortunately, if they if they keep messing around with our sport, right? If these people keep messing around with our sport, set, um, Perez is going to be right. 16 to 24 year olds are not going to be interested in football. And it's not going to be because of the uh, fucking super. It's not going to be because of the Premier League or like, you know, you know, Palace playing Man United. That's not going to be the reason. It's going to be all these fucking shit clubs, all these big clubs just playing each other every every week. It's just the same clubs playing no one the same competitions every year, playing the same big games. Yeah. I know there won't, won't be big games anymore because they're just the same no. games. The novelty will wear off very quickly and I think people will get bored. Like a, a United versus um, Barca or whatever will become the equivalent of Sheffield versus Wolves. It's still That's a it. bit of a bland game, really. And the novelty of, uh, of the sort of the big excitement of these two massive teams playing each other, and if that becomes every week or every other week or however often it is, it just becomes boring. Like it, like with everything, if you do it too often, you take the excitement out of it. The, the whole reason they're big games is because they don't happen very often, and yeah. it's something that the atmosphere, uh, sort of the whole, um, yeah, the atmosphere builds up to it, and everyone's getting really, really excited. If it's just something that happens all the time, it just takes away that that, that fun. And then it's like having these teams play like all around the world. Um, it's just it's shit, man. Because what we, what these people, what these owners don't get is that fans like going to away games in England. They love it That's going great. to away games away up north. Or, they're big. awesome, man. But and they love going to away days abroad as well. But you know, once every couple months or something like, or yeah. once every few months. Do you know what I mean? For the Champions, Champions League, being like obviously. Europe yeah. based and not yeah, exactly. across the world you don't have to fly and, to and Americans don't do that shit no exactly like Americans said, they just go see their games at home they don't fly they don't travel where to go see their teams play away they just don't do that no it's like the last week we don't want to fans aren't going to fly to New York to go watch um yeah, Arsenal versus Real Madrid or whatever they're not who wants to go I mean I could not imagine anything worse than watching a fucking football game with a bunch of Americans. Oh, oh my god, I love soccer. Oh my god, I love soccer. We're gonna win. Let's go soccer. We're gonna win. You're gonna lose. <laughs> defense. Oh, defense. Off, defense. <laughs> 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 Honestly, bro, I can't. I, yeah, it's just like yeah, like we like I said from troops. Like, I saw a thing from troops. Obviously, Ollie, I know you're not a big fan of AFTV people, or whatever. But um, he was saying. NFL and NBA are businesses. Football is a sport, and it is so true, man. I, I, it's such a true statement. Like, there's no—they're not competitive. The NBA and NFL, as much as they like to say they're competitive, it's not competitive. No. Because if you lose, you're like, all right, we're going to get a sick player anyway next year. Let's just re-go next year. Let's tank for the rest of the season. Some teams in these American sports actively try and lose. Hundred percent. Mental. What? So they get good players. So they get a good player yeah. in the draft. Yeah, that's what they try and lose on purpose. If they've got no hope of winning the the league or the the, the chip what they, uh, that year, the championship, they don't bother. It's disgusting. It's actually it's a crime on sport. 
Yeah. That's not athletes sport. because they're institution, they're businesses, they're not sports, they're businesses. Because that, yeah, that's a business move. That. That's a business move. It's not for like, exactly. the fans, it's not for the to make a priority is fans, football, um, like money, uh, like ownership. Yeah. Basically, the f- fans always come first, no matter sort of what. Obviously, I know you could argue that football comes first, but. I definitely think pleasing the fans and because the fact that clubs are nothing without fans. No. The club, uh, the, the fans are the real owners of the clubs. Yeah. If everyone and... stopped turning up to games, I think that would also be quite a big impact as well. It would be, yeah. but it just won't ever happen. No, of course. You no. couldn't get enough fans on a thing because people will go, man. There are some people that are football fans that are so blind to everything yeah. that's going on that will just show up regardless of what's going on. Yeah, and they go, okay, um, we'll drop our prices and everyone goes, oh, maybe they're not that bad. Let's go in yeah, here. Exactly. And get, get, yeah. get two for one on tickets. tickets exactly. Go, go and they can family. get their soul. Their soul can be sold like that. Um, yeah. But it, and it's like, don't get me wrong. I, you know, you two know me. I love the NBA. I love the NFL. They're great products. I watch them all the time, right? But it's, but I because they're great bits of entertainment. I don't want that for football, it's man. Content. It's so different, bruv. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like the NFL, it is great product. It is, but that's what it is. It's a product. Yeah. It's there's no soul in it. There's no F- football's got that culture. Yeah. It's a heritage, no, passion that is, behind it. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. There's no you don't feel it as much, man. Yeah. So my team lose, I'll be like, you know, if 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 my team lose in the NBA or whatever, I'll be like, you know, my my Heat lose, I'm like, ah, oh, all right, well, you know, we got a game tomorrow. Let's get ready for the next one. If Palace lose, mate, I'm pissed off for a week. Until yeah. the next game. Until I'm in you... a shit mood for a week. Like it actually affects me. Like you know thing, I mean? in games like NBA, uh, like NBA and stuff, you pay, uh, you play eighty odd games a season or something. Yeah, eighty-two games pay, a season. Yeah, and you pay half. Yeah, that's, that's excluding the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, yeah, that's just alone plus however many obviously in the playoffs or whatever. Uh, potentially seven games in every playoff sort of series or whatever. But yeah, it's um, with. The football there's years or hundreds of years worth of history behind it there's these teams that have started off at just probably a load of mates get, getting together at the park or whatever and playing and it's it's gone from nothing to the, the biggest uh, the biggest sport spectacle in the world it is yeah. the biggest sport in the world but these nba teams and stuff have played obviously they play double over double the amount of games so each game isn't as important and you're uh, there's these teams that have just been made and you go right we've started off with a hundred million um dollars or whatever it may be and or probably and the rest but that they've started here whereas football started here and has gone here like it's sort the of level like, is different boring. the level is insane between the two sports they're, yeah. they're incomparable in my yeah. eyes because you just if someone goes well what would you prefer like football or nba football or nfl like any they can name any sport in the world and i go well football yeah like you, you can name everything and i'd still choose football yeah, yeah oh mate absolutely um the, still on the topic of uh premier league have you guys uh cast any of your votes for the uh the hall of fame no brother i, I fucking hate the hall of fame it's just the most bullshit thing in the world why the fuck have we got a hall of fame who gives yeah. a shit like, I mean, it's nice, it's I guess. Nice to it's, Jesus. it's nice to honour these players, but yeah. again, I think it might be something that they're trying to, another thing that they're trying to bring in to Americanize the game. Because that, that sort of thing, the Hall of Fame is very much uh, an American thing. They've done it obviously with the NBA, with NFL, loads of stuff like that. And 
uh, I don't think it's the worst idea they've ever had. It doesn't do any harm, but at the same time, I don't massively see the point in it. It's just like, are, are they bored? Like, what is the situation there? Like, do they just have spare time? And thought, fuck it, we'll just now create a Hall of Fame. Yeah. So for those that don't know, um, Alan Shearer and Thierry Henry have already been inducted. They're the first two inductees. Yeah. Um, and then we've also got on the, uh, the shortlist for the voting, which runs out in nine days or something, I think, on the 9th of May. Uh, we've got Tony Adams, David Beckham, Dennis Burkamp, Sol Campbell, Eric Cantona, Andy Cole, Ashley Cole, uh, Didier Drogba, Les Ferdinand, Rio Ferdinand, Robbie Fowler, Steven Gerrard, Roy Keane, Frank Lampard, Matt Letizia, uh Michael Owen, Peter Schmeichel, Paul Scholes, John Terry, Robin Van Persie, Nemanja Vidic, Patrick Vieira, and finally, Ian Wright. Um, yeah, there's, there's a fair few on there, and I think it's uh, six of these players will be inducted into the Hall of Fame um, out of the 23, I think, that are, are, have been nominated. Um so yeah, it'd be interesting to see um, who definitely who does get in because, quite frankly, I'd take probably ninety nine percent of them, if not one hundred percent of them, in the Hall of Fame because I think they all definitely deserve to be in there. Um, they're all fantastic players. Um, I think Alf said earlier about it's sort of strange how there's there wasn't a United player that's been one of the first inductees because mm -hmm. considering they are essentially the most. Decorated um, Premier League team, uh, Premier League team, and yeah, well, in the, in the Premier League, but um, yeah, it is a little bit strange. And that the person that you mentioned, fair enough, isn't even on the shortlist. I can't believe it, bro. It's fucking yeah. travesty. This is how this thing, how I know this thing is a fucking travesty. Wait, honestly, who? Rooney. Oh yeah, what the fuck? Rooney's not on the list, bro. Mate, I, when, just, when this whole really thing is a farce, bro. It's just a way to have more. Because I think I'm content, not sure if bro. he's bothered yeah. with it. Because is he? No, he isn't. Uh, he only. Um, he's not officially retired yet, has he? Uh, that's true. Oh, he has to be officially retired, but he, he doesn't play in the Premier. League. Retired from. Oh, that makes sense. Even okay. this one, you needed to be retired by August last year. Oh, okay, that makes sense then. That, so that'll be that's fine. Yeah. Um, Ryan Giggs is another one, yeah, but you can. Good. Yeah. Very recently, yeah. he's not in that list. Hall of Fame scumbags. He can go into. Jesus. Hall of Infamous. Yeah. Him and uh, uh, what's his Rick. name, Jerry Barton, are in the um, the Hall of Fame scumbags inductees. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, but yeah, there's some obviously brilliant players on this list. I'm glad just, to see that there's a fair few Arsenal ones. Obviously, none of them for any for any uh, recent times. No. I, it's um, just something I just don't get it, man. What's the point? I don't really like. I, it's nice, I suppose, but it's just another way of Americanizing our game. I'm just bored of. Just sick of people trying to change. I, I want if we're gonna make changes, let's do something that's actually gonna benefit the game, not yeah. cling on to the past. Yeah, man. Like it's so cool to like we can decorate, we can you know we can give them awards or something, but like you know like who cares? There's no like it's because there's no history. There's no like pres like real like just try, I'm trying to I can't think of the word right now. But there's just there's nothing about it that gets you feeling any kind of way. Like, you know, they haven't been in the NFL and they haven't in the NBA, but they've been doing them for years. Like, for, since they've thing started, right? And the NBA one, is it, it, even that one doesn't even mean that much. The NFL one's the one that really matters for that sport. That's because they've been doing it for so long, do you know what I mean? And it's really hard to get into. Again, but that, um, that's that's their 
cultural thing, isn't exactly. it? That's, that's what they, oh my God, did you hear so-and-so got into the Hall of Fame? Oh, they've, that's it, they've completed it. Whereas football is just like they've just chucked a load of names into the Hall of Fame and we're all and, just, and let's be we're honest, just like, why? All of them are going to end up in it. Yeah, yeah some point, yeah. All gonna end up matter, it. It's just a matter of their time before they all end up on there. Because you obviously take out the top six uh, that are on this list and they're going to be replaced with another six. But then yeah. it'll be the second six that are on this list that will then get in. And then the, 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 basically, yeah, it will just slowly just... but surely everyone that was on the, this list, the 23 nominees, will be on there. I'll be very surprised if they don't end up on there. Um, but if they, if, again, if obviously if they're doing this once a year or something, but it's six every year or technically eight this year, if it, obviously if you've got the two um, Henri and Shear already and then six more, it's not going to take long for these players to be on there. If you were to do one a season, it would, I think, probably mean a lot more. Yeah. yeah. You have, like, you've only got limited chances to, to get into that Hall of Fame if they're, if they're inducting one every year. Because by the time, obviously, Eric Cantona goes out of it or oh. whatever happens, and then there could be players like David Silva on there that could easily get in before Les Ferdinand, for instance, just random names stuff uh, off, off this list. But um, yeah, I, I don't think the, uh, like you said, there's no importance to it like there is with sort of the NFL and stuff like that. But mate, yeah, and this is also, mate. Gareth Barry ain't even on this fucking first list of people. He's the most capped Premier League player of all time. Is it when did he retire? Uh, oh, he retired ages ago, bro. I think he retired in. Oh, he retired in 2020. So it oh, would have okay. been last year. He didn't retire that. But yeah, man, he's played. Uh... How many has he played? Hold on, hold on. Uh, most Prem appearances. Yeah, Gareth Barry, 653 Premier League appearances. The most Premier League appearances ever. And he's ah. not and he's not on this second. Bruv. It's, it, it's kind of... Under, it is and it isn't understandable. It is a bit criminal that he's not on there. But if you think about what these respective players did for their... A lot of them are very much... They're known for a specific club. Some of them, obviously, are a couple of clubs. But Gareth Villa? Barry was obviously... Sorry? Villa. Yeah, no, he, but he, City. For... he did go City, he did play for Everton, but, yeah. and West Brom, but that was in the Championship. Uh, I mean, these, Villa, these he was a Villa from the 90s. Played for one or two teams and then known specifically for those teams. He did play for Villa for a decade. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, no, there's, it is hard because no matter who's on this list, there's always going to be, you're always going to be able to think of someone that's not on there that should be on there. Um, next year he could be on there who knows he could be one of the first people to be picked could be oh uh, yeah I just I have no interest in this whatsoever unfortunately like just it's cool faint, I guess like have it if you want I just I don't know there's nothing to me it's not prestigious there's nothing about it to me do you know what I mean that if I see a player he's in the Premier League Hall of Fame I'll be like alright thanks do you know what I mean like yeah moving on um, anyway next week's games uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, so, uh, you guys uh, wanna, well, not you guys, but if uh, you listeners wanna let us know who you think or who your nominees are or who you think should uh, be in the uh, Hall of Fame, let us know. We can go through some of them. Um, we'll um, we'll let FIFA know. Yeah, exactly. We're putting a good word with the uh, the head honchos at the Premier League. Um, mm. but, yeah.
That's it. But um, to be fair, I have I can smell dinner. I think we're gonna have to wrap it up there, boys. Unless you unless you guys want to wrap it up without me or you guys. I think we've no, I think again we just got on, started chatting shit about football, and love it. Like an hour and a half. Love yeah. it, love it. We need to think. I don't. We don't have next week's idea down yet, do we? I think. I don't think we've discussed it. We have. Sure. We have time. We have time. We have a bit of time. Yeah, we've yeah. Got for sure. Two weeks technically. We can take. We can take a break because we've got like. Well, we have episode. To we did. Off. We had. Yeah. Well. We've got special, <laughs> special, the special just came out and then there's the episode 18 coming out next well, week and then episode 19, which we've just done. It's not episode, episode 18's out. The episode, is the European... Is this episode 20? No, this is episode 19. Well, the way we filmed it, we filmed the tier list one first, which is technically episode 18, and yeah. then we filmed the Super League episode, but the Super League episode we obviously decided to release before the tier list one. So that's technically episode 18 in terms of uh, release order and the tier list one is episode 19. So this technically is episode 20, but yeah, <laughs> it gets complicated. No, ESL is like more of like a special. Yeah. Well, it's oh, down. Okay. We can just do it as a special. It is down as episode 18, so it don't matter. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, it don't matter. Um, that's all calm, just more episodes, isn't it? Um, but yeah, no, that's right. We'll definitely still still stream something to Twitch next week. I think we got uh, keep going. We'll maybe yeah, we don't we, have to do such a long yeah. one, but we can just you know get Pretty on here and chat one. shit about some semi-finals. Uh, when's it? Champions League final. Uh, let's have a look. It'll be at the it'll be after the French Premier League finishes, isn't it? Yeah. So obviously, yeah, we've got uh, is it yeah second legs of the um, Champions yeah. League. Finals, obviously. 29th of May. 29th of May, lovely. Yeah, uh, obviously, big up Arsenal in the Europa League on uh, Thursday, tomorrow. Playing Villarreal. Not very confident, but I haven't been throughout the whole of the Europa League so far. So, um, <laughs> Fair. Nothing's changed there. I, I, was yeah, thinking, um, I was thinking maybe we do some, uh, like, try and do sort, sort, sort out some gaming for next week. Because we do, we do talk a lot of shit, but maybe we could just do, like, some gaming. Like, yeah, man. Definitely. Try, try and sort something out. Well, um, yeah, we should do some sporty stuff. Maybe we could do like a little FIFA tourney. Well, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. But we don't. I guess we do have to get it on like PC. Yeah. Let me have a look real quick for you. On and my EA account that I had my um, FIFA on got hacked, and I haven't played FIFA in about two years. Oh. Well, you could re-download it for PC. No. Yeah, but start my... a new EA account. Yeah. True. Very true, but I also haven't played in two years, so I'm going to get well, You can get warm, warmed up, mate. Yeah, we'll do a little FIFA tourney next week. I'm down for that. Um, get some organised over the weekend and we'll do some testing. Yeah. Must be able to fit FIFA 21 up on... Well, I think it's pretty cheap at the moment. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's quite cheap on like, all keys or CD keys. I'm on CD I'm on CD. It's 20 quid on CD keys. I'll pay 20 quid. It's even less well, than that on all keys. I'll just get it now. <laughs> I'll, I'll pay 20 quid for FIFA 21 on, all, on CD keys. What's it on all keys? It is 16.99 on all keys. That's it, mate. Yeah, I'll probably just do that. Uh, do that for next week, man. We'll play some. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, let Harry know. I'm not sure how well Harry would be able to join us, though, if he wanted to. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely not well, getting we'll work out the We'll work out the logistics and we'll put something on our Insta or something to. Yeah. Let people know what we're I doing. Would, I would say invite um, Simon, but he, 
He, he's too good at FIFA. It's not fair. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to just get smacked get, up. Beat us. <laughs> Whoever's going to beat me anyway, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll get a little round robin going in, I'll say. We'll get, we'll get some people involved. Uh, in, that'd be fun. We can do some more... Uh, Is quiz FIFA cross-platform? Well, uh, if we just all get it on PC, it shouldn't be an issue, no? Well, I was thinking if we get some other people involved and that, yeah. Um, well, I mean, if we do it all on PlayStation, all of us would be here, but then it would be just streaming it, would be the no, no, it's not, gray it's area. Not, uh, ah, we can figure it out, it don't matter. Yeah. Even if, yeah, we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out, but... um, Don't you guys worry. Yeah, but before we if go... If not, we could just do... Oh. We, if, we, if the gaming thing doesn't work out, we could just do something fun, like, like a bunch of quizzes. Yeah. Some more tier lists rather, oh, rather than questions. getting deep. Yeah, I was going to say. I've got yeah. bear questions still. We've still got about 395 questions to go through. We could just yeah, do exactly. a little, little quiz thing. You know what? Let's do that for next week. I'll, little let's quiz. Do that. I'll host a quiz for us next week. Fully unprepared uh, or revised? Uh, well, I'll, get, I'll have the questions and shit, man. You guys just come in as normal. You can do so. I won't. If you want to do revision, I won't hold it against you because you're not going to know what the questions are anyway no, no, yeah. so it don't matter um, if you want to brush off on your general football knowledge that's fine but i think even let's get a couple more let's get a couple guests in next week i think as well for this quiz i think that'd be quite fun yeah um, yeah, yeah we'll talk to some people let us know on instagram well. who you'd like to see uh yeah if anyone that's watching right now would want to be in for the quiz next week ooh. let us know we can make, you know, get, you on, get you on for there yeah should be fun Definitely interesting but yeah, yeah um but yeah thanks everyone for watching uh this has been i don't know actually this has been a regular length episode i think right yeah, I, think I think roughly so. roughly at least an hour I think so. at least an no, hour. It, goes, uh, it goes so quickly man when we're when we're chatting 20 maybe yeah it goes so quickly man when we're chatting about this Does. kind of stuff but um but yeah that's it thanks make sure you like subscribe hit notification bell on youtube that will be but obviously you can find us on spotify apple music um another podcasting thing i've forgotten what the name i've never known the name of i can't say i've forgotten we just it, go to spotify apple the music they're the only ones people yeah, care about exactly yeah. if you have an app that causes po- uh, that has that has podcasts on it type our name in footy fetish we might come up you never know if not um, let us know and i can yeah. add it add it to the list exactly yeah. but yeah um thank so, you all that good thank shit you. that's it so, yeah instagram we're all on there footy fetish, footy fetish podcast um we do polls and stuff on our story so if you want to get involved have a bit of have a bit of banter with us lot on there get involved um yeah and we'll see you this time next week on twitch but obviously for people on twitch you'll see this episode you know it don't matter it'll be up <laughs> soon <laughs> all you YouTubers, yeah. you hang on in there yeah all the youtubers this will be for you next week or maybe even the week after we, we're not if you sure get to this point in the podcast well done something yeah well credit done. to you very credit Both to you. Sign. That's what you get. Yeah, put a little heart in the comment section if you got to this spot on the podcast. Oh, we know where, where our real fans are. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. But yeah, thanks everyone, and we will see you next week. Bye.